Hey, this is Erin Lindstrom, and you're listening to Thank You For You. This is a show about celebrating and acknowledging our humanness as well as our beingness, the easy and the hard, the gifts and the (laughs) gifts we don't really like but choose to accept anyway. This is a show about and for people in pursuit of more peace, more joy, more money, more justice, and more of the awe that life has to give us. Thank you for being here, and thank you for you. Hey there, it's Erin, and I am thrilled to share today's conversation with you. This is with Cindy Harvey, who is a leadership coach and the founder of Amelia D, a company that helps good-hearted, high-achieving career women thrive as leaders in the corporate world. She has coached hundreds of clients on how to build a magnetic professional brand, sell themselves and their ideas with ease, and make a real impact through their work. Cindy was named one of LinkedIn's top 100 global talent acquisition leaders. She is a sought-after expert, thought leader, and innovative on issues surrounding women at work. She's a certified human resources leader, an active member of the Human Resources Professionals Association, and has over 15 years experience in corporate HR leadership roles. Cindy is an incredible human (laughs) who I've gotten to know over the past few years. Um, She's been a, a client and just a friend and a wonderful human to have inside of my containers. The way that she shows up, the way she talks about her work, And the way that she sees the world has just been very inspirational to me. Um, And I think that we mirror each other in a lot of ways. And so while I typically work with women who are in the online business world and kind of on the entrepreneurial path, Cindy really focuses on working with women in corporate. And we have a beautiful conversation about some of the crossover there and how to really be yourself no matter what path you're on. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy. Cindy, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have yeah. this conversation. <laughs> I'm excited too. You are such a, like, it's been wonderful getting to know you over the last couple of years. And so I'm really excited. I feel like I'm even going to learn more on this because Yay. we're always talking like, you know, business focused and kind of like related to in the moment. And I'm excited to hear more about like kind of the journey to this point. Mm-hmm. Um and with that, like my first question to all of my guests is, who are you and how did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's a simple question, but it never feels simple to like, what do I say? How do yeah. I even answer that? But I'll, I'll start by maybe just talking about in terms of who I am, um, uh, a little bit of professional overview or background is that I, I'm a HR professional by, by trade, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. And so I spent... 15 or so years in the corporate world, getting, you know, progressively more responsible roles and more position, more responsible positions, bigger responsibility and all of those things. Um, And I got to the point where I was heading up uh, talent acquisition, so like a fancy word for recruiting, Mm -hmm. um, but basically managing the talent inflow um, and talent movement inside of the organization for a North American tech company. So it was uh, my team was responsible for all of the hiring, both internal movement and people coming from outside the company um, across the U.S. and across Canada. We had probably about, I don't know, 50 or so locations. Wow. And so, yeah, that's, that was my um, probably my most senior role in corporate. 
And then um, I eventually got to a point where that came to an end and I wanted to do something different or I needed to do something different. And um, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> All I knew at that time was that I had my time in corporate had come to come to an end. Mm-hmm. And that I didn't want to not use all of the experience that I had built up over the you know the previous number of years. I wanted to put that to good use. It was valuable, and so I started playing with different things and different ways that I could use my experience and my training and um, and do it in my way on my terms. And uh, and so fast forward to where we are today. I do leadership coaching for women who are leaders in corporate really pulling on a lot of my personal experiences in corporate as a leader um, of what was tough and what was challenging and how I learned to navigate the, 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 the system, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to, you know, and some pieces I never really figured out until now, you know, years mm-hmm. later after hindsight, and I'm, I'm kind of out of, out of that world, but I actually really find corporations just interesting um, yeah. like all of the dynamics and all of the like the people dynamics and the the achievement dynamics and all of the things that come with being inside of a corporation every single day and trying to um, achieve and grow and you know for me my work and my career has always been um, a, a place for me to grow and, and learn and kind of stretch my own boundaries and and there were challenges with it as well so all of that, you know, creates the the pie and the mix that um, that is is where I'm at today. So that's a little bit about what I do as as far as or where I've come from. As far as uh, um, what I do now, it is like I said, leadership coaching for what I call high achieving, good hearted, high achieving women in corporate mm-hmm. who um, feel a little bit stuck, you know, who feel stuck, who have feel like they have so much more to give. They have a bigger impact to make, but they get lost in the corporate shuffle. And so Mm -hmm. I help them to figure out how to claim and name what they're really, really good at doing, how to build their professional brand, how to sell themselves and really how to make an impact through their work. So Mm. that's a little bit of a, of a nutshell um, on my work side of things. And Personally, I am, I'm a Canadian girl, uh, born and raised here in Canada, born in Montreal, grew up in Toronto, um, huge Raptors fan, go Raptors for any (laughs) basketball fans who are listening to this, go Raptors, go still the champs. (laughs) And and I love to travel. Yes, yes, please make a, make a note of that. Um, But yeah, aside of that, I think um, the other big piece that I, that I personally love is, is just travel and adventure and, and my curiosity for, for people and for cultures and for food and, and how people are the same in a lot of ways and how we're different. So I've done quite a bit of um, travel around the world and look forward to doing some more before too long. Mm, amazing. I love it. Thank you thank so you. much for that. Oh, yeah, I have so you. many jumping off points too. <laughs> I, so, go for it. <laughs> yeah. One thing is before we kind of like go forward, I'd like to go back for a second and just like yeah. as a kid, did you have an idea of like what you wanted to be when you grew up? And does that like, do you feel like that aligns with where you are or your journey? Hmm. You know what, the, the thing that I remember saying to myself as a kid, as far as, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? There, there were two things that, um, that I remember anyways, or maybe three things that I remember. Mm-hmm. One was I wanted to be a fashion designer. 
and mm-hmm. I don't know why or where that came from. I can't draw, but I guess it sounded cool and sounded fun. Um, the other thing was uh, I had some ideas, maybe a bit, um, maybe not as a young girl, but maybe a bit later on was that uh, was being a lawyer. Um, mm-hmm. So that had some intrigue for me. And then uh, one of the games that I remember always playing with my friends was teacher or school. <laughs> so I, and I say to myself now too that, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of coaches, that's probably maybe a, a starting point for us or at least an idea. Um, and I, I often have said that if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I would probably teach in some way. And I think that's what I do with my work now anyway. So there's mm-hmm. definitely some alignment there for sure. Um, to, to that teaching piece and being a coach today. So, yeah, I love that. And even it's interesting to me because while fashion designer, like doesn't, you know, you're not doing anything with clothing, but in some ways it is about like embodying like your power and who you are and walking into corporate and like, so it's interesting how that all crosses over. Yeah, it's true. No, it's true. Yeah. Thanks for making that connection. I hadn't thought about it before. It it makes sense because a big part of it is how you show up right? Not 100%. just in terms of your, you know, physical or visibly how you show up, but how you feel on the inside and how that let how that translates mm-hmm. and, um, and how you uh, create what you want, you know, yeah. career wise or in life in general. So yeah, it all it all matches. For sure. Yeah, the lawyer thing too. I remember my mom used to tell me like that I should be a lawyer because mm. I would go into lawyer mode when my brother was getting in trouble. <laughs> Even though I probably told on him to get him in trouble, I would then want to make sure that like his punishment was fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's interesting too, because I think there is a level, like I, I, I just think it's interesting how we can kind of see our values through like yeah. what we wanted to be when we were little and then how they came through. And even with like the law piece, to me, it's very much about boundaries and like yeah. setting and making sure that's being respected and it yeah. all crosses over. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, what comes to my mind about that too, is that it, to me, the lawyering is also about advocacy, yes. right. And, and advocating on behalf, which is what I feel like I do for my clients in mm-hmm. before they can maybe do it for themselves. And before they see that vision for themselves and they see the, the gifts and the light that they have to offer, I feel like I play that role and I amplify all of that and I help them to be able to, to connect into that. So connections yeah. all over the place, Erin. <laughs> Interesting. It's yeah. so, so juicy. Yeah, um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit. So the word achieve came up a lot as you were talking about like who you help and that they identify as like high achieving women. And -hmm. I just wanted to kind of like dive into that a bit. And like, what does, whether it's from your perspective, your client's perspective, like this idea of high achieving, what does that look like? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. And like, what are some of the things that come up around that, that almost we need to support people with? (laughs) Because I imagine Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of like in the mind versus in action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So how that shows up is that maybe I'll explain that by telling a little bit more about myself. And, and yeah. I think that um, connects very closely to the, to the type of clients that I really enjoy working with and that Perfect. I connect with as well. Um, and so the, the, I would describe myself as a high achiever. Like I, I like the chase. I like a little bit of the hustle mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've, I've learned, you know, over the years, just how to, how to manage and how to balance that. So I don't over hustle or over, overachieve. Um, but it, it is part of who I am and it is something that I need as well to, to feel good. 
And, and so I think for me, as I look back over the years, I think where that all started for me was, you know, just thinking about family and my parents and both of my parents are immigrants to, to Canada. They're both from the Caribbean, from a little island called Trinidad. And, and they both came to Canada um, with the goal. They both got educated here in Canada. They came with the goal of, um, you know, creating a better life, right? Creating a mm-hmm. better life. And my brother and I have an older brother. We were both born in Canada. And a big part of growing up for for me was about education mm-hmm. and you know the important my dad talks about it to this day like you have you and you and your brother have good education <laughs> you know like a hundred years later and it's something that he is proud of with with us and so what happens I think is that a lot of times as young girls or young women especially I think children of immigrants as well is that we get this message of go to school that's how you get the good job and all of those things come out of having a solid education. Um, And so what happens then is that we end up getting recognized for doing well in school and for getting good good grades. And not that I got good grades all the time. I I didn't (laughs) quite frankly, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's the message of that's how you become successful and that's how you achieve. And so I think that then becomes the template for moving into the working world um, where we learn how to do well. We learn how to do well. And we get, I, I did, I got recognized for my hard work. I'm a hard worker. And yeah. in my mind, the way that I create success and the way I create results and the way I achieve is through doing the work, right? And, and that comes in mm-hmm. work life, through promotions, through new jobs, through the cash, making money, getting bonuses, getting awards, you know, whatever those things are, it, the two things become interrelated. And I think also it becomes part of my, our identity as well, that my, um, the way I contribute or the way that I achieve and the way that I feel good about myself and my self-worth and all of those things, my value, my contribution is tied into how I what boxes I check, right? Mm-hmm. What goals I hit. And I think that's very, very much to be um, the profile or part of the profile of the type of woman that I enjoy working with mm-hmm. um, because we get each other, or I get them. Yeah. <laughs> so I think on that level for sure. But I also think what happens is that as we progress professionally at a certain point, it becomes less about uh, the work and the achievement and what you've done. And it becomes much more about, you know, relationships and connections and all of those pieces. And a lot of times what happens with my clients is that they, they, they have the resume and they've got the list of things that they've done, but they, they bump, they have bumpy relationships or they often say, you know, I, I'm not good at politics. I'm not playing that political game, right? Which is to me is all about relationships and managing those pieces. Um, and it, it's something that we, I end up having to help them to learn. Not, not that they have bad relationships, but it's mm-hmm. just not as sharp as it could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not as sharp as it could be. And a big part of that is helping them learn that achievement is important um, but it's also about the connection to who they are, how they show up, what they want, and then allowing that to be the, the way that they 
build connections and build relationships and, um, and makes that then makes the work life that much smoother. So hopefully that helps to to explain the connection that I see between the two in my personal experience. And then in the clients that I work with, and it really is about, I often say I use the lens of work to help people understand who they are. Yeah. There's so many examples and work is just a microcosm and it's just a, a playground that we step into every single day but there's so much to learn and so much insight about who we are based on what we're seeing and what ha- what's happening at work and what patterns we're facing and challenges we're bumping into or the good things that are happening too. It all comes together, I think, in that environment. So mm, I have chills. <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, that like last little piece is just, yep. Sometimes, you know, when I talk about online business, a lot of times, you know, we talk about it in the way that it's a huge personal development project. Yeah. And I think the point you're making is that like the professional world is the same thing. Yep, and I could argue that like motherhood is the same thing. Yep. It's kind of like whatever you're doing in life, there is all of this room to kind of like go deeper. Yep. And I find it fascinating that you're kind of working with people at that level of like, okay, you've done all of the doing, like you yeah. checked all your boxes, you're doing a yeah. good job. And now it's like, okay, beyond the doing, beyond the achieving, like, who are you? How does that feel? And like, then how can you use yourself to really kind of not manipulate the world that you're in, but to get where you're trying to go to create yeah. the impact that you desire? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all influence is the word that I used to describe mm. it. And, um, and, and, and to me, influence and leadership are, you know, cousins. They're, they're one and the same in, in a lot of respects. And and without that, I think like the achievements can take you so far. And that's important. I always say like, that's baseline. If you don't even have that, start right. there, like go create some results, <laughs> go create some results. Yeah. And then, then we can, we can talk. But as you're stepping into leadership and wanting to move to higher and higher levels, you got to have the, the baseline mm-hmm. and you've also got to know how to, to lead, to influence, to navigate all those nuances. And that to me happens with and through people at the mm-hmm. end of the day, right? So it's it's really about learning how to leverage leverage yourself um, to be able to build those connections to help. And it's not even necessarily about getting to that next level personally, but it is about creating change that matters, mm-hmm. right? And creating an impact that that matters through through your work. Yeah. So. It's interesting because, you know, I mostly hang out in this like online space, (laughs) I would say like an online entrepreneurship. And it's interesting to me too, to look at the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, like, can you speak a little bit about like the impact that women want to make inside of that world? Like it's not, sometimes it almost feels like some, when you're in the online world, you're looking at people in corporate, like, oh my God, what are you? you don't even know what's available to you. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you have this beautiful perspective of like, there's so much available there too. And we need yeah. people everywhere. Um, so I'm wondering, can you speak to that a little bit about like what impact is available in the corporate world? And why is it important that some of us stay there too and do the work and being mm. ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. I love that question. Yeah. You know, I, I guess I'll start by saying that, um, that I think that there's a bit of a, you know, kind of a poo-poo about corporate inside of the entrepreneurial world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you will never hear me poo-poo corporate yep. <laughs> ever, you know, for no poo-pooing for, a laugh. <laughs> no, we're not going to poo-poo that, <laughs> but yeah. for, for a bunch of reasons. And I think to, to answer your question, I think that, um, for me personally, being inside of corporate really, it really was a learning ground, it, you mm-hmm. know, in a lot of ways. And, and it really helped me to learn about myself 
Um, you know, for example, accepting a new job and taking or stepping into a, a, a new position, like what does that bring up for me? <laughs> right? Like what what do I feel excited about? What do I feel, you know, nervous or scared about it? And and just being aware of those types of things and pushing boundaries of comfort zone and and doing things that I'd ne- I really had no business doing, quite honestly, I didn't have the experience to do it, but taking the chance anyways and having someone else, you know, believe in me enough to say, hey, take this and, and go create it. So I think on one hand, um, to your earlier point, leadership, work, career really is a massive personal development journey, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's mm-hmm. one angle um, as far as why corporate matters and, and why it's okay to, to be there and to build and create because you're going to learn about yourself um, inside out. If you have you know, the awareness and you have the, the line of sight to be able to see it from that angle, um, I think there's, there's, that, there's that piece. I also think as well that um, it, it's the place for me, again, using myself as an example, it's a place where I was able to create the lifestyle that I wanted, right? You know, we get rewarded for our work and for our contributions. There's that, there's that exchange and it allowed me to buy homes. It allowed me to create this material life, you know, to travel, to do whatever mm-hmm. um, that helped me to create, again, create the lifestyle that I wanted. So I think there's, that's a huge plus and a huge bonus for being, being there, um, and I think to me, the, the other piece as well is that um, corporations don't exist. It's an inanimate object. It doesn't exist without the people, mm. right? And so there's, especially as, as a leader, there is a massive opportunity to invest, to grow in people and allow people, help people to get to their fullest potential in, in the same way that as an individual, you learn and you grow and it's your own personal development playground. As a leader, you also have the opportunity to help people to step into their greatness. And I always say, like, if I can shine my light and I can do my thing in the way that I do it and I can help one of my clients to step into her light and do her thing, and then there's this ripple effect that then she touches her team and who knows, like two people on her team, then they go, they go do their thing because they have stretched their boundaries. Like there's, I think a massive um, ability to be able to impact in ways that we can't even think about Yeah, inside of the corporation, outside of the corporation and, and corporations, I think provide us services. They, you know, create jobs for people that allow people to to pay their rent or their mortgage and to buy food. Like there, there's this whole ecosystem that to me, being a part of that is, can be incredibly powerful. It's all a matter of how we see it and how we chose, choose to show up in there and how we choose to play in there and probably like anything in life. Um, and, you know, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And those of us who choose to start businesses, we will at some point have people working for us as well. So ain't nothing wrong with it. Right, <laughs> like, right. That's, wrong with it. that's such a good point too. <laughs> I just always think it's so interesting to hear how people like think about things or like what mm. our opinions are that we don't, we think we're in like the freedom mindset. And it's just so mm. important to remember that like, that's different for everyone and what we want and where we want to be like, and how mm. we impact like. 
that's a personal choice. Yeah. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs grapple with that too when they start to hire teams because you are hiring at an employee salary level versus an entrepreneur price point and like all of that kind of comes up. So there's this, this is important no matter which kind of side of the spectrum you're on or what like business entity you find yourself in in this moment. Mm -hmm. Do you find that, do you think it's harder for women to kind of like find their footing in the corporate world and to make, come to that like next level? Is there, do you feel like that's different or the same or? Um, I would say yes and no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes and no. I think that, um, I think that there are systemic things and Mm -hmm. systemic um, barriers and rules and all of those types of things, not just inside of corporate, but socially, Mm -hmm. you know, in the world, I think in our families, I think there have been a lot of messages that, um, that are, have been put out there in the world, corporation or not, that uh, tell us as women, how we should be, how we should show up, who we are, how we should think. And we have, in my opinion, chosen to accept those things and, and mm-hmm. to buy into them and to play along with it. Mm-hmm. So that's my yes part of the answer. I think my no part of the answer is that at the end of the day, those rules only work if we subscribe to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if we, if we say, yes, that makes sense. And I'm, this is the box that I am going to play in. And to me, there's, there's always choice. Um, there's always decisions to be made. And it doesn't mean that those systemic things aren't there and they don't exist. But really what I try to help my clients to to learn and understand and to see is that those things are there. Um, and you also have a choice in how you react to them, what you choose to believe is possible, and what you do, how you show up. Like that's in your power and that's in your control. Um, and yeah, so make a different choice, you know, or yeah, yeah. You know, I, learn how to navigate through it and, and find yourself on the other side and go do your thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's super empowering, especially just knowing that like, yes, we have our circumstances. And then also you have some power yeah. in like how you're choosing to show up. What work are you doing inner work wise just to show up differently? Mm-hmm. The actions you're taking, the uncomfortable conversations you're willing to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just like taking that next step to put yourself in situations for growth and to move yeah. forward and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. For, for women um, or men <laughs> for people who like maybe listening to this in our in corporate and kind of in that space of like, okay, I hear what you're saying. Something has been ignited. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know that I want more, but I didn't really, you know, cause things change when you hear things a certain way and yeah. you kind of like download it. Um, do you have advice for kind of like starting the process of figuring out like who you are and how to become more powerful in your work world? Mm-hmm. My first advice is call me. I yeah. help you out. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's important too. Just in that, yeah. like, you don't have to do this alone. Right, right. So often, like, personal development is like, go get a book and study and figure it out. Right. And, like, no, there are people who are here to, like, help you. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So I'm happy to talk to anyone who might need support that way. But even that aside, like, to me, the, the first thing, um, and I think this is something that I personally didn't do so well along my way is just 
know, like, it, like know that it's happening, right? Like know that, um, or pay attention, pay attention to how you feel, pay attention to the patterns that are showing up, pay attention to what feels like it's working and what feels like it's not working. And accept that, accept it. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it's time to, to shift and to change. And, and I always say like our careers are not meant to, to be static and, you know, we grow and we change. So why would our career, why to me, it doesn't make sense to be in the same job for a hundred years because you're going to grow, you're going to change what drew you in to that company or that position initially it's going to evolve. So, so be mindful and be aware that it, it's okay for it to expire. It probably should mm-hmm. expire at some point. And you always know, right? We, you always know. And I think especially for the higher achiever uh, group, like we get so focused on achieving the next thing. And not that we don't see those things that are happening or those patterns or those signs along the way, because we certainly do. Um, but we overlook them. So my first piece of advice is just don't overlook the signs. If you're feeling like it's time to move on, it's probably time to move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that's the first thing. I think the other thing that I would say as far as a starting point is I mentioned it a second ago is just what are the patterns? You know, what if do you, for one, for me was I always found myself with bosses who I felt stepped into my playpen. <laughs> uh, you know, who kind of crossed that boundary and who wanted to kind of do my job. Right. And so I had, that was a pattern for me. Um, and when I think about it in hindsight, at the end of the day, it's all about me or it's all about the person, right? So whatever your patterns are, start to ask yourself, like, what's common me for one. So, so be, be aware that you're the common denominator in all of these stories mm-hmm. and also be aware of like, why is that happening? Right. Why is that happening? I think in my personal situation, I think a part of it was that I, maybe I didn't fully step into my role and own it, you know, own it and take, um, take the lead, you know, really mm-hmm. take the lead. And, and so I maybe drew managers who you know, kind of filled that gap for me or felt that they needed to maybe or something along those lines. But I think that the patterns are a a very telling sign and really tell the story of where we are personally Mm -hmm. and, uh, and where our opportunities are and what's going well, right? What's going well. And when you're thinking about your next move, you also want to know, okay, like, what do I really like here? What, you know, what feels good and what feels like expansive, right? What feels expansive and what, what makes me feel like I am in my power and I am in my zone and I'm moving in, in, my, in my way, right? So those mm-hmm. things matter too. But I think that a lot of times it's easier for, for us to see the things that aren't working. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think a, a common pattern that I see with clients who work with me is it's almost like a constant feeling of um, a feeling invisible, feeling overlooked, like I'm working so hard. Doesn't anyone see all that I've done and all that I've created, all that I've produced, the impact that it's had? So they've done all of that, but they still have this feeling of being invisible and overlooked. And I call it, you know, creating results in the corporate shadows, right? Mm -hmm. So they're working really hard, doing great work in the background, but they feel like nobody sees it. So to me, like that, just being aware that that's how you feel 
and then getting curious about, okay, wh- why, why, why do I constantly yeah. have this, this feeling? Right. And, and then maybe part three is all about, so, you know, once you're aware of it and you understand um, the pattern, part three then is, okay, so how, how what about me is creating the situation over and over and over again, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times it is, even though we're creating results, it is that we're not, we're not owning them. When I ask, a, say, a new client, so to, like, tell me what you've done. T- tell me about your, I start with achievements because that's where they connect. Mm-hmm. And they're blank. They, they, they don't really know or they can't explain or articulate how it's impacted the team or the business or their boss or, you know, they, they just haven't made that connection. Yeah. Right. If that receiving it and owning it, I know exactly what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, so I think to me, those are the, those are the places it's, it's a lot of just curiosity, um, which I think sometimes it's hard to do on yourself. So working with someone or talking it through with someone, whatever the case may be, I think helps to create that reflection but the signs are always there. And to me, the, those are the three places mm-hmm. of, um, it's just like accept the feeling, you know, get curious about the patterns and then figure out how you are creating that yourself. Yes. Oh, I love this, especially like it's, mm-hmm, I feel like it all boils down to that, like the feeling, mm-hmm. the curiosity, and then like, all right, the action and like, yeah. what am I doing now? And what do I want to be doing? Yeah. And I just feel like that is such an important thing because even as you're talking about it, and I was thinking about the scenario of having a boss who's kind of like constantly mm-hmm. overstepping and mm-hmm. to a certain extent, like that's your boss and that's their mm-hmm. shit, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. at the same time, when you ask yourself like, all right, why does this keep showing up for me? Like, how am mm-hmm. I being and how can I shift to be more in my power? It is fascinating to see how the people around you shift. And I feel like this comes up. It's the same thing in dating and relationships when everyone is like a needy, when you're dating Mm -hmm. all needy man children to be (laughs) an example, like you have to ask yourself, like, what is that about you? That's like overcompensating there and then pull it back or show up a different way. Yeah. Like it just shows up all the time in all of the different ways. And it's so, it can be painful too, to look at yourself and be like, oh, crap. It's yeah, not I just them. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and I, I think, I think that that's so, so true that it, it's not just to me, it's not really about corporate mm-hmm. um, because it's business, it's relationships, it's friendships. Yeah. It's, and a lot of times say this feeling of, of being invisible, maybe showing up is showing up at work, but it shows up in your friendships. Exactly. It shows up in other places. So it, it really is about how I show up, how the person is showing up and, and what they are willing to, to claim, mm-hmm. right? So with that boss who's overstepping, as an example, if you know that you have that feeling or it's a frustration for you, mm-hmm. then why won't you say something, right? Yeah. At least to have a conversation, right? So if you're not willing to do that, are you, what, are you afraid of what will happen? Mm-hmm. Are you doubting yourself? Maybe you think that you're wrong. You're not trusting, you know, your own intuition about it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the things are, but that's all, all signs and clues and opportunities for growth too, right? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Everything's growth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Which gives so much like power back to yeah. you. And also yeah, yeah. I know can feel overwhelming. And 
I know that one of your programs is actually in a group container, right? So it's a group of women who are kind of doing this work of pulling their power back and showing up and work powerfully to go where they want to go and create that Mm -hmm. impact. Um, Can you talk a little bit about like, what is the importance of doing some of that work in a group? And like, why is that helpful? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I think it's a really it can create a really cool atmosphere um, in that sometimes we need to to hear or we see ourselves in someone else's story. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, and I think that there's there's a lot of goodness, I think, that come out can come out of that in that we're like, oh, you know, that's me, too. or I hadn't thought about it that way. And it creates an opportunity for self reflection, self assessment to self learn and self coach, you know, as well. I think that's one piece. I think it also gives a bit of permission and space to, to say your thing, mm-hmm. right. To say your thing and, and to either be the one to, to open the door and say, Hey, this is where I'm at or to follow the next, per- the first person who went or however that plays out. But I think it also gives a bit of space to, um, to, to claim some space right? To be able to claim a bit of space for yourself too. And, and I think for me, there, there's often, um, if, if she can do it, I can do it too. Yes. It's good right? to have and, that energy mm-hmm. in your sphere of like, no, 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 I, yes. she's so close to me versus just like reading about someone far away. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So I think, I think there's a lot of, of power that comes from that kind of connection and and I believe like one of my values is is that sisters you know sisterhood is really can be really powerful mm-hmm. and I believe like we all need each other to get through this thing called life this thing called work what however whatever frame we're using and um and I think it it's, it makes it fun it makes it feel like you're not alone you know mm-hmm. and I think there's there's a lot of um aloneness that can creep up with work and with feeling like, you know, especially with the high achiever that, you know, we're, we're the ones that are used to having the answers. We know how to solve the problems. People come to us to get things figured out. And so when we're in a position where we are stuck ourselves, it can feel like super, super lonely, or we go into this mode of, you know, kind of self-fixing, which doesn't always, doesn't always work or doesn't always take us as far as we need to go. So yeah, like I think that kind of group container um, has that powerful reflection opportunity that can open things up. And I think, I think that's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I think everything you just said, I'm just like, uh-huh. <laughs> Cosign, like the power, all of this work that we're, we're doing really to become more powerful versions of ourselves. And, yeah. I, and I feel like, um, you know, when we think about being balanced, a lot of times we're thinking about the outside part of our lives of yeah. like uh, work-life balance. But to me, it's more about being balanced on the inside as far as like, what is my like push and pull on the inside? How am mm. I showing up? Is it from like my heart? Am I paying attention to my feelings? You know what mm. I mean? Like, is it grounded in all of that? And there's something to me about being in a group of other people who are also paying attention to that, mm. that that just creates a norm that doesn't always exist for us on the outside. Cause this isn't what's taught. This mm-hmm. isn't part of an MBA program, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I would argue that this is actually the most important part of finding whatever success means to you is mm-hmm. really like knowing who you are and being able to walk into any room and to yeah. communicate and relate to people to, um, to get where you're going to do like what you were put on this earth to do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. One, I think one hundred percent, and and I think <clears throat> to build on that, like one of the 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 challenges, I guess that that I see with women that I'm working with is that they don't have that clear sense of like who who am I? What have I done? How do I add value? How do I do what I do? How do I create the results? Even though I've created all of these results, how how did I do all of that? Mm-hmm. And and what happens is they they start to um, kind of shape themselves to the people that are around them, the boss that they're reporting to at that time, who the team that they have at that time, and then the boss leaves or the team, someone on the team leaves, and then they're they're kind of off kilter all over again, trying to figure out, okay, I got this new boss. How do I show up for this person now? Mm-hmm. And the coaching that I give them is like, you, you, you can't, <laughs> you can't, if you're always using that as your, your marker of how you show up, you will forever be searching. You will forever be ungrounded. Your foundation will always have holes and, you know, be stepping over rocks because people come and go operations change, you change, you know, things evolve, people are imperfect, like all of these things are happening. What you have domain over is you. So let's help you get really clear on what you do really, really, really well. How have you added value and help you to be able to not just think about it, to articulate it. And I'll help you to figure out the, the, the strategies or the systems, a couple of really simple things you can do to make sure that that gets communicated. Like you own that. Nobody else owns that. And you can, why I think it's so fun and so magical is you just play, pull a couple of levers and you play with a couple of things. And then next thing you know, you are influencing the way that the room thinks and shaping the way that things are going to go moving forward. Right. By just doing a couple of little, little thingies, Mm -hmm. (laughs) starting with Mm -hmm. the way that you think about it. And then you put a couple of practical things in place. Like my work is about both of those pieces. It's the, you know, your magic and it's the practical know-how and strategies. And when you put those two things together, man, they don't even know, they don't even know that they're doing what you want them to do. (laughs) Right. They have no idea, but you're really the one that's influencing and managing the room and leading. Right. And yes. leading from that place of what I call calm, calm confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not like, you know, snapping the fingers and pointing to fingers and people like it's none of that. It really is yes. very, very, very grounded. So it's so magical and so powerful. I love it. Oh, I love oh, all of this. Please pour this all into a book so I can give it to everyone as they like step into that. corporate. Oh, this is so magical and has been such a, oh, that was beautiful and wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thank you for doing this work in the world. And really like, thank you for you, Cindy. Thank you, Erin. This was fun. I appreciate it. Hey, it's Erin. And I want you to know that you matter. Everything you're doing and everything you've done, it all matters. It all counts because you are important to the people around you, your family and friends, your audience, your clients, and quite honestly, to the world. Whether you're changing lives on the front line or changing lives while you're changing diapers, your presence matters. Every life you touch counts. And from just one interaction, there can be infinite, meaningful effects. And for that reason, I want to thank you for showing up and doing the work to be with yourself and share your light and your gifts and your love with those around you. 
If you want support with any of this human being stuff, you're always welcome to join me inside of my coaching membership, Human Being Club at humanbeingclub.com or follow along with me on Instagram for more behind the scenes, silly stuff at Erin Lindstrom. Once again, thank you for being here and thank you for you.